Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Well, I never thought the day would come. Literally ever. That I would be doing this episode. Nope. Hey, it's a two-parter. It is. We went from knowing zitch- zilch nada about Facebook ads to knowing so much that we had to break this episode into two parts. It's our first like two part that actually is like, there's going to be more information that we can't even fit into this episode. Like we have another two parter, but it's kind of just because it's the same guest. Katie Hunt, our friend came on to talk more about trade show stuff. But this one is like so much technical schmeh that we figured you guys needed a break in between. <laughs> so for part one, we're talking all about the creative part of Facebook ads. So like what types of Facebook ads perform better for us, video or graphic? What about cold audiences and establishing warm audiences? It's getting them kind of like set up and established before you even go to start to run an ad. And I want you to keep in mind that We're not the experts on Facebook ads. Courtney Foster Donahue is the expert on Facebook ads. We learned from her. She is the reason why we even know some of these things. And the version that we're telling you in these two-part episodes is what works specifically for us in our campaigns, okay? So everything might be different for you. But I think this might kind of help give you some idea on like what the French toast is going on in Facebook ad land. And then part two, which is going to air not the next episode, but the next episode, because it's going to be episode 88, is going to be all about like the types of Facebook ads as in engagement or conversion and like posting on your Facebook page and turning some stuff into ads and like how we kind of made some work better for us, kind of how we like did some trickery behind the scenes of the power editor to get great conversions. So just take a deep breath, maybe take some notes, 
We're also going to have a really cool free thing that you guys should most definitely participate in that we're going to talk about towards the end. So who's ready? You guys ready? I'm Can I get ready. some Dumbledore claps if we're ready? <laughs> if like a hundred of you do Dumbledore claps, I can feel it. So just, all right. Ooh, I felt it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're getting ready to talk all about the creative. So you're probably wondering, Abigail Nimley, I have never run a Facebook ad or <laughs> I run a Facebook ad and it didn't work or I run a Facebook ad and it kind of worked. Mm -hmm. Or I run a Facebook ad and it did work really well, but I think it could work a lot better. Right. Tell me your experience. Okay. okay. I will. Why not? We have done a big mix of video ads and text graphics. Mm -hmm. And every time. Every time. Every time. Video. I know you don't like to hear this. <laughs> video has outperformed text or graphic images, photographs, every time. Every time. Let that well, sink in for a second. <laughs> Jinxies. And you guys know why. I mean, y'all are scrolling Facebook just like we do. You're doing it while you're waiting for the pasta to boil. You're doing it while you're pooping. You're doing it in line at Starbucks. You're just browsing, you're browsing, you're browsing. And the only things that catch your eye are things that move. And guess what things that move are? They're videos! What? So you have to make something that moves in order to catch people's attention. And you are spending your cold hard cash dollar bills on these ads so you want them to convert at the best way possible, right? Absolutely. So you Positive. need to be doing videos. So here's a little rundown of the ads, like how many ads we ran for our last launch and what types they were. So we ran a general ad of like what the heck we were even selling. No, sorry. Let me take this back and... Rewind. Start at the challenge. <laughs> Start at the challenge. We ran an ad that was like, hey, we have this free challenge coming up. It was a video ad with long text copy about what you could expect in the challenge, the link for everyone to go sign up. And we were like, this thing's the next best thing that you've ever heard of. And you should go sign up for it. It's super, super cool. That was a video ad. So we ran that for like a week, got people signed up for the challenge, and then paused on ads. And then we ran an ad, a video ad, for people to go sign up for a free webinar. So we're like, this webinar is going to teach you all these cool things, and you should sign up, and here's how you can do it. So we gave them the link. It was in the copy, all that groovy stuff. And then we paused, and then we ran a video ad about the program we were selling, and the, that the, cart, the doors opened the day of the webinar. So it was like, here's this amazing program. Here's how you can go sign up for it. It's awesome. Video ad. So then we had two video ads after that that were testimony ads, which I'll tell you about in a second. And then we had a cart close ad, which was a graphic. So it just said, doors closed tonight. Here are some words. No video. Go get it. We also did one more webinar video ad too. You're right. You're right. We had one more webinar. So we did a video of like, that one actually was a Facebook Live that we turned into a video ad. So were, the, so were the testimonials. You're right. Yep. Yep. I should have probably wrote all that stuff down so I wasn't scattered. It's all, written, but, it's all written down. You're just not looking at the notes. 
You are right. (laughs) Anyway, so the really cool thing about all this stuff is it works together. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think I'm just going to run an ad to people that don't know me. Yep. And they're going to go from not knowing me to, oh my God, this cruel is so cool. I want to buy everything she ever makes ever. And they're going to go buy things. And the problem is that these people don't know you. And so they don't Mm -hmm. trust you yet. And so what you have to do is warm the people up. So I'm sure a lot of you have heard about cold audiences and warm audiences. But you're probably like, what is a cold audience and Mm -hmm. what's a warm audience? I don't know the difference. So in Facebook ad land, you can send an ad to a cold audience or a warm audience. And a cold audience is people that have not interacted with your content, that have, they, they have nothing to do with you. They might like a page that you follow. They might have like certain qualifications, like they might live in a certain zip code or they might have just gotten engaged or they might have just bought a house or just had a baby. You, It's super creepy, the things yeah. you can target yeah. on Facebook. But you you get to pick what those things are and you can be super specific. So you might run the same ad to 6, 12, mm-hmm. 15 Mm-hmm. different cold audiences all at the same time. And I'm not saying spending thousands of dollars. I'm saying yeah. literally spending $5 on 15 different ads for like 10 hours mm-hmm. max, which means you're not going to spend the whole $5, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to see which ones are performing and turn off a bunch of those. Yep. And then you're going to turn up the budget on the Mm -hmm. ones that are working. So in Facebook ad land, (laughs) ones that are performing well means that they're costing you about $1.50 or less to serve an ad to that person. And that's for like a conversion ad. Now we're going to get into what a conversion ad and engagement ad means in part two. So like, just pretend like you know what I'm talking about for a second. But if you're measuring conversions, $1.50 or less is very good number to aim for. So if you have some of those cold audiences that are running at $5 or $3, those are the ones that you're going to want to turn off. If they're at like $1.40 or even like $0.97, cents, like those are the ones that you're going to want to throw money at. Now, if you're looking at click-throughs mm-hmm. or engagement, you want to look at ads that are performing under 50 cents per person. Yep. So you're like, okay, I'm still confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's talk about a specific ad, go through like the whole scenario, and then talk about some results. Yeah. I'm going to go through two. So on the challenge, we spent... You're going to think we're crazy, by the way, but I'm going to just tell you, we spent two thirds of our budget 
So we spent $2,099.27. If you are brand new to Facebook ads, do not spend $2,000, by the way. Nope. Okay. So we spent $2,099.27. I would say two-thirds to three-quarters of that was to cold traffic. The other quarter was to warm traffic, which we didn't really talk about. But warm audiences, just really quickly, are people that have somehow engaged with you. You can track them a bunch of different ways. You could have a Facebook pixel, which is essentially a line of code that you put on your website or a certain landing page. And you could say they've been to your website or they've been to a certain blog post or they've looked at a certain product or they've been to a certain thank you page and you can track them in all these different places and create audiences from that. So they're, they're essentially warm. So we sent this ad to three quarters cold people, one quarter cold, and got 2,250 people to sign up for our challenge. Now that sounds a little bit crazy, but we're trying to convert people to sales, right? Mm -hmm. So we want the most people possible signing up for this challenge because we are going to deliver phenomenal value for a week and then we're going to pitch them later. So Mm -hmm. the challenge was to get them to sign up for something for free. So we are sending an ad that really there's no reason why they shouldn't do the thing. There's no reason why they shouldn't sign up. It is targeting them in a way that they're like, this sounds like a no brainer to me. Obviously, I should sign up for this thing. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to participate. So you want them to have that feeling in the first place. And then you're going to deliver crazy amounts of value, right? Yeah. So outside of the ad for the challenge, we only sent two emails to our list and we shared on Instagram. That's it. So the ads that we spent money for for that challenge paid a huge role in how many people we ended up getting to sign up for the challenge. Right. And a bunch of new faces. So what Abby's explaining about warming people up is... We wanted to deliver amazing value for cold people who had maybe never heard of us before or who maybe had heard of us but just not participated in anything. They weren't in our Facebook group. They've never bought anything from us. So we wanted them to not only say yes to signing up for the free thing, but then make sure we were like exponentially delivering so they could see the value and why it was awesome hanging out with us and spending time in our community. So we warmed them up, we got them excited, and all of a sudden, all the cold people that signed up for the challenge, they were converted, so to speak, into Mm -hmm. warm people. Yep. And so now, because they clicked on the certain pages and they went to certain places, we were able to target those people later as warm But we also got them on our email list. So we were able to also target them via email. So that was really helping our launch from that aspect. Yep. So I don't have specific data as to how many people specifically from the ads signed up for the challenge because we made a mistake with our Facebook Mm -hmm. ads. Yes, we did. We go over that in our mega launch challenge swipe files 
which are available for y'all to download if you want to know what that mistake was. (laughs) We'll link them in the show notes for you. Yep. You're welcome. Okay. So then the next ad we sent out was for webinar one, which was the perfect business roadmap. Now we spent significantly less, but we spent almost the rest of our budget. We still had Mm -hmm. some budget left, but it was still a good chunk change. So we spent $853.32 and we had 821 people who specifically opted in for the webinar. Now, keep in mind, everyone who opted in for the challenge, we told them immediately upon sign up about this webinar. Mm-hmm. We told them they were automatically registered for the webinar. We Mm -hmm. told them we were going to send them reminder emails about the webinar. We were open about that webinar. Yes. So all the people in the challenge were going to get the webinar reminders anyway, but the people who signed up specifically for the webinar, there was an overlap, Mm -hmm. which is great because that means they're super excited. I don't mind paying for them twice. Because right. the product we were selling was between a thousand and two thousand dollars, depending on what they purchased. And so for us to pay an additional dollar fifty or something to yeah, get them to totally sign fine. up for a webinar, worth every penny. Okay. Yeah. So we had eight hundred and twenty-one people specifically sign up to the webinar. We sent out the email reminders to all the people who signed up plus the challenge participants, which ended up being somewhere around 2,600 people at the time. We had 423 people show up live, which is significant. Which is about four times the amount that we normally see who show up live. Which so I'm very like, significant. Very happy about that. Very happy. 25% of the people saw the entire webinar. Like start to finish of a 90 minute webinar. That doesn't happen by the no. way. No. Very 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 uncommon. The average time in the room was 55 minutes and 38 seconds. Which means that most of those people even if they left early heard our pitch because what happened after minute 55 really was just Q&A. And that resulted in 129 clicks to our offer and Mm -hmm. over $30,000 in sales. During and directly after the webinar. So like we're talking in a couple of hours. Yeah, like in the webinar. That doesn't include the couple of hours preceding the webinar. Literally in the webinar. So between, so we spent, you know, let's see, what is that? 2099 plus 853, a little over $3,000, and we made $30,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the rest of the, the launch, we spent very minimal money because after this point, we only targeted warm audiences. And for a while, it was a larger pool of people. But as we got closer to the cart being closed for our launch, we only targeted the people who had specifically gone to our sales page. 
And that yeah. resulted in a $97,000 launch in seven days. Yep. And so that cart close ad, remember we told you it was not a video. It was a, a graphic. So it had a text graphic that said doors closed tonight and it had some text above it. It was basically short and sweet. It's closing. Get your booty in. Here's why you want in. We only spent $22 on that ad because we knew that ad wasn't going to perform that well anyways because it wasn't a video. And it was going to such a small pool of people that they really just needed that last, like, you're going to see it once and you need to either go do it or you're not doing it. And $22 resulted in at least, which is because there's still some wiggle room in Facebook land, at least three direct sales. At minimum, that's $3,000. At maximum, it's $6,000. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. 
Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. $22. <laughs> I just want to keep saying that sentence over and over again. So I want you guys to see that it doesn't matter if you are spending $2,000 or $22, you can still get some amazing results. Now, was that $22 spent after we just spent $3,000 warming those people up and providing amazing value in a challenge and three free webinars? Yes. Like, can I say that you're going to spend $22 today and make three grand? I can't promise you that. But what I do want to tell you and reassure you is that you don't have to spend 1K, 2K, 3K every time you push out an ad for the hopes of making money. There's a strategy about it and there's a funnel about it and you just have to pay attention to the steps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we've only ran ads during a launch. We've really ran ads. Recently. Recently, because I was going to say, I'll take that back. When we knew what we were doing, We've only ran ads during a launch. We ran ads for the Strategy Academy launch and we ran ads for the Rock Your Biz launch. Prior to that, any ad that we ran was less than $300 and it was us just kind of like figuring out what are we doing. We had someone helping us. We didn't really understand like the purpose and the point and like what was happening behind the scenes and At first, we wanted it that way. At first, it was like, we just need to bring someone on who knows Facebook ads, and they can just do whatever they need to do. We'll spend money for them. We're not mad about spending money, but they just need to work, and like they'll just take care of it. And I think what we found is that we were so hesitant to spend more money on ads because we could not quite understand why certain decisions were being made, what ads needed, like what were needed. Were there, if there were last minute tweaks, would we know what needed to be made? Who were we serving to? Like, what was the point? We didn't really feel connected to that. So we had to make the decision to either hire a different person, like maybe it just needed someone different, or we need to learn this ourselves and kind of figure it out ourselves to maybe at that point, we could have someone come on and just do the setup for us. So that's when we decided to invest in a program to learn about it. FB everything. You guys have heard us talk about it all the time because we're addicted. And that is the thing that really took us from like super hesitant about putting any money towards Facebook ads to being like, okay, well, when they're working, which we could easily see when and how they were working, we know to put more money there and it's going to come out on the better end for us. Absolutely. And I think I think a lot of you are so intimidated. Like everything we just said, you're like, oh my God, so yeah. much information. But seriously, like I here's what happened. When we took that course, we both went into it at first and we both started going through it. And at the time in our business, it didn't make sense for us both to full-fledged be in it 100%. And so I kind of took a backseat a bit. 
and I was focusing on other things. And so Emily really took the reins on, I am going to learn this forwards and backwards. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you everything I know along the way, but you just need to be here to help me make sure I'm clicking the right buttons at the end. Right. <laughs> and we're going to do videos together. So I watched her go from frazzled and frustrated and like literally not understanding it all to being able to set up an ad in two minutes. Yep. And it, it honestly is as easy as one, two, three, like Courtney said in our last episode, I didn't think that it could be that easy, but now that I've watched Emily do it enough times, I really, I really get it. And I really Mm -hmm. understand the process and I've been through enough of Courtney's content to know, holy crap, this shit's legit. Yeah, Yeah, there are a couple of pieces I still want to dive into, like lookalike audiences, which we didn't even touch on today because I'm that unfamiliar with them. Like to put it very briefly, you create a lookalike audience as in maybe you have website visitors and you you want that to be a bigger pool of people. So you create a lookalike audience so that people who look like your current website visitors. So those are going to be cold people. They have not gone to your website, but they have very similar Facebook behaviors that those other people who have gone to your website have. So they're similar types of people. So you're hoping that they also like your stuff. I haven't even gone into serving ads to those type of people because I'm still unfamiliar of like what role do they play in our launch plan, but that's something I want to tackle. There are also, I know, more intricate like custom conversions that you can set up behind the scenes. And the one thing we definitely haven't explored, and I mean, maybe we will, maybe we won't, is the kind of like ad that's constantly running in the background that's warming up a bunch of cold people for free or inexpensive content. So those are the only kind of ads we'd really ran before as in, hey, go read this blog post. Oh, go listen to this podcast episode or come to this webinar. And I don't think they were very fruitful at the time. Now it might make more sense since we can be a little bit more strategic about it. But just so you guys know, we've only ran ads during a launch. So we'll like heavy, heavy spend money and run ads. And then it's just shut down on Facebook land for a while. And then when we relaunch something or something like a promo is going on, we'll spend some money on ads and kind of go quiet. I think that might work to our benefit in the sense that we don't burn out our people. And we also don't get burnout by having to check it constantly and really having to custom tweak that strategy all the time. But I am interested in expanding our cold audience reach just so we can have more warm people, which makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I used to be so against, so against paying for ads, paying for reach, Mm -hmm. paying to get in front of people. I thought it was sleazy, slimy, not authentic. And, you know, here's what happened. We got to a point in our business and we plateaued Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like kind of plateaued. It was like hard, (laughs) hard plateaued. Yep. And well, literally what I picture it as, because we've said it was a brick wall, but the feeling that it has in my gut, because we're not that far away from when we had that feeling that I can still feel it. 
where it's like you see the people in the movies who are like running from something and they're like running, 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 running. And then they get to the edge of the cliff and like the rock falls down that they just kicked off and they almost toppled over the edge. That's where we were for so long, knowing that we absolutely had to topple over the edge in order to see growth. Yeah. And doing that was fucking scary. We had to jump and we had to jump hard and it meant changing a lot of things about our business. And, you know, if we wanted to grow now, granted, let me, let me tell you the plateau we hit for some people would have been so comfortable. Oh yeah. It would have been amazing. But for whatever reason, the universe put Emily and I together (laughs) The universe put two overachievers together who are just never content with no. what's happening because they know like their level of happiness can be even greater. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, but we can do better than this. Life can yeah. be better than this. And I think part of it was that we were both also going through a lot of stuff personally at the same yeah. time. Oh, and yeah. so I I think the combination just led to this like, okay, we have to make some changes. And if we're going to make some changes, they need to be easier. Mm-hmm. And they need it needs to be something that gives us a little more breathing room. And for so much time, everything we had done just involved more hustle. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, the idea of running a Facebook ad allowed us to potentially breathe. Mm-hmm. because we could do the work of, I mean, to reach 2000 people and get them to sign up for our anything like, yeah, that let would- me tell you what that would have looked like pre Facebook ads. That was us hosting webinar after webinar to at least two webinars a month. That was us posting on Instagram a shit ton to get signups. That was us writing a blog post after blog post after blog post about it and pinning the heck out of it in the hopes that someone would see it and then sign up for it. In the hopes that your thing would get seen above all of the noise everywhere else. And the reason why Facebook ads are different or paid promotion in general is different is because you're able to target who you're telling Facebook to show that to. A blog post is on Pinterest in front of everyone. It's on Google in front of everyone. You're hoping that your right person clicks the right things, searches the right things to find your thing and that it's timely. Like they do it before your promo is even finished. But with Facebook, you're able to designate when that window is and who it's going to. It was just this untapped thing for us. And mm-hmm. it also felt like a unicorn. Like, it, oh, yeah. It felt like there is no way, because we had tried. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say we hadn't tried, because we had been like, okay, let's spend $5, then let's spend right. $50, then let's spend $300. Yeah. And it felt, and also we really sucked at analyzing our results, by the way. <laughs> but, it, it felt like despite spending more, the results were still about mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like everyone else who was talking about Facebook ads was like, well, if you just throw more money at it, you're going to get more money back. And we're like, bah, you're so funny. Like, yeah. that's not real. Yeah. And 
And then we took Courtney's course. Well, yeah. And then we tripled our ad budget and nearly tripled our sales. Yeah, because we literally, we went from, in our Rock Your Biz launch, we spent about $1,400. Mm-hmm. And we made 37000 Mm-hmm. And then we spent 3600 on this launch, and we made 97000 Mm-hmm. Now, will that continue? I don't know. I don't I, think so. I don't I don't know if you can spend nine thousand and make three hundred thousand because also the price of our program drastically increased. So there's there that has something to do with it as well. We had to literally sell to less people this time around. But I think that's pretty phenomenal for back-to-back launches, tripling your launch budget. And tripling your sales. Like, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, normally that's not how that works. No. And so I think our point <laughs> for, for this part one was to give you a little bit of a peek behind the types of ads that we ran and like what the heck a video ad is, a little bit into audiences. I know this only touches the iceberg of Facebook. And being successful at Facebook ads isn't just throwing money at Facebook ads, it's also making sure your page is optimized, making sure you have a great content calendar, making sure that you're being present and you can engage and all of that good stuff. So I really, 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 really encourage you to head to thinkcreativecollective.com slash fleek, F-L-E-E-K. And it's a free challenge that Courtney is hosting, our friend Courtney, the founder of FB Everything. It's to kind of give you a restart on Facebook. So whether you have a page that maybe you haven't touched in months or years, or you haven't even made a business page yet, she's really helping you kind of look at all of the moving pieces of your Facebook business page, build that foundation really solid and create a game plan for your future over on Facebook. And it's free. Yeah, which is totes awesome. Yeah. So... I just want to reiterate again that just really quickly, because I know that our budget for some of you is going to sound absurdly high. So I just want to give you one more example for our main video ad. So the main ad for our entire program, we only spent $354. We reached a little over 31,000 people. We had 467 people click to the website slash sales page. And that meant that we spent 75 cents per click. Now, in contrast, we had these testimonials where we we went on Facebook Live. Emily did one by herself with one of our students, and then we did one together with one of our previous students. And we talked to them about their experience and about what they thought about Think Creative Collective. And it was it was live. So we had some people engage immediately and then we turned around and turned those into ads. Now, interestingly enough, we spent about a third of that. So we only spent $116 but we had 100 or no we had 16,000 impressions nearly the same amount of clicks so mm-hmm. 406 clicks which meant our cost per click was only 29 cents mm-hmm. so f- that is amazing mm-hmm. 
And that's a really low cost ad. So I don't want you to feel like even if you can't spend thousands of dollars, like this is reachable on a really small budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think for our talk strategy to me, I just want to make it short and sweet because I know a lot of that's probably hurting your brains. I really just want you to do two things. I want you to head to thinkcreativecollective.com slash fleek, and I want you to sign up for Courtney's free challenge. Trust me, it's life-changing. She is so engaging. She is so giving. She is there for you guys. She's drastically, drastically helped change our business. So go do her free challenge. It starts on the 24th 24th, of July of 2017. So go sign up for that right now. And then I want you to stay tuned for part two of this episode where we break down a little bit more of what the heck Facebook ads are and the different types of them. And then actionable outside of signing up for that challenge, I want you to just kind of make a list today about your like work backwards, just like we do anything else with you guys, right? What if you were to run an ad campaign of more than one ad, like a funnel, right? What's your end goal? Is it signups? Is it sales? What is it? And what could you sell? And then work backwards from there. Okay, how can I warm people up for that particular product? What content could I provide them? Do I have them sign up for something? Do I have them download something? Do I have them watch something? What is it? And work backwards to maybe build like a three ad funnel and at least map it out. And then after you listen to part two, we'll kind of give you some guidance on on what to do from there. Okay? Awesome. See you next time. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.